0: From the birthplace of radio's greatest era. Now, from New York, it's Radio Night Live with Kevin McCullough. Unlike anything else on radio today, it's a front row seat for great information with today's leading experts. Travel with a third-generation travel icon, Linda Perillo. Now, live from Studio 111, here's Kevin McCullough.
1: All right, welcome to Legal Night. It's Thursday. It's one of my favorite nights of the week when it comes to uh, these nightly conversations uh, in practical ways that we really hope benefit you. Uh, Legal Night, of course, was started a couple of years ago with uh, the great Arthur Idala, who now is the lead-in show to Radio Night Live, but uh, we have not skipped a beat Because in his absence, Imran Ansari, the rising star in legal journalism, has been uh, our co-host ever since. And Imran uh, also has his own uh, solo show on Saturday afternoons, 12 o'clock, on our sister station, AM 570, uh, The Legal Lowdown. You want to be listening and get all of The Legal Lowdown. But Imran... Uh, I wish there was some, you know, like real landmark stuff to talk about this week. <laughs> we just we couldn't come up with
2: anything. I don't know yeah. the, For, the former president's being indicted, the, uh, the president's President son being, uh, uh, being charged
1: with things. <laughs> yeah. And I will tell you, Imran, I don't, I know that you run in mostly uh, legal circles. I run in a lot of political circles. The the screaming and the gnashing of teeth and the pulling of hair out of one's head, which I can't do anymore, uh, is going on all over the place because they look at what the former president was indicted for, and they look at what they say they have concluded the investigation into Hunter Biden about, and everyone is screaming double standard. Now before we get into any of what it means, let's drill down to what it is. First of all, what was the findings in the Hunter Biden investigation? And is this truly a case that is closed or is there still things going on? But let's, let's start with
2: the beginning. So uh, we learned that uh, Hunter Biden is going to be working out a plea deal uh, with federal prosecutors uh, regarding three charges. Uh, Two of those charges are misdemeanor tax evasion charges. Uh, One of those charges is related to a firearm offense. Uh, It's been filed in Delaware, uh, federal court, uh, and we see that a deal's already been made. So it's not going to be uh, any sort of defense being put on on behalf of Hunter Biden, he's going to take that deal, and most likely, uh, it's it's not going to amount to any jail time, and it's going to be something which a lot of people are 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 claiming to be a a slap on the wrist here uh, and a sweetheart deal uh, for Hunter Biden. Is it the end? Well, you know, there's been a long investigation into Hunter Biden. And, you know, the infamous laptop and uh, a lot of his business dealings, and if that would implicate also uh, pops in the White House there. Well, you know, I think at this point, it most likely will signal the conclusion of the investigation as far as we know it. Uh, Otherwise, they wouldn't be sort of culminating. It wouldn't culminate to this plea deal that has been seemingly worked out behind closed doors ahead of time. Uh, so I think it, it, it may be safe to say that as far as we know it now, based on what was uh, in the hands of investigators, this is what Hunter Biden will face. And this is what he was charged with and what he will be pleading guilty to uh, those two misdemeanor charges and the firearm firearm. Well, and so then you,
1: all of my political friends that are screaming from the top of the mountains, uh, they they're pretty much entitled to do that because one of one of hunter's defense lawyers said on msnbc last night or two nights ago uh it was tuesday night when they said it um was that uh they were never even asked about the laptop the laptop wasn't even brought into uh the case as evidence there was nothing about the laptop that was even cracked open if you will um and this is why i think people are like well wait a minute you're getting him to cop to these nothing charges. I mean, it, okay, so he cops to a misdemeanor on taxes. Uh, you know, d- if you'll recall, uh, that people wanted to, you know, give rectal exams to uh, Trump's tax uh, returns uh, forever and a day. Uh, seemingly, that that was the greatest sin one could possibly commit and not paying one's taxes. Here he's going down on two misdemeanor charges, but it's significant. There are a few million dollars in taxes he didn't he didn't pay. Uh, and he's not going to, he's not going to, in essence, really have any penalty for him. And this diversion ch- uh, defense on a gun charge. Now, this, th- the gun charge is a real thing. That's a felony violation. He had a gun that he was not entitled to have. And and if I understand the law correctly, he was not entitled to it on two parts. One, that um, he had been addicted to crack. And you're not allowed to uh, own a gun in Delaware, evidently, if you are a drug addict. Um, and then he possessed it, um, you know, during that same time, and then tried to get rid of it in a deceptive way, and, and some other things. Uh, having his girlfriend at the time, who is his brother's widow. I mean, this this is there's really layers of weirdness about this 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 family that you just can't get away from, but what is a diversion when they say he was uh, he he tried to do a diversion on the gun that means he accepts a penalty in advance in exchange for the for the for the felony charge
2: yeah kevin it's all uh it's all part of a sort of predetermined pre-negotiated plea deal i mean uh it's it's not uncommon if you have Uh, a individual without a lengthy rap sheet doesn't have a lot of prior. So it's not a a totally uncommon thing uh, what occurred here. Uh, And if there's a diversion sort of plea, you're gonna be uh, accepting responsibility uh, on a criminal level for a certain charge, but it's not necessarily gonna go the distance, right? You're you're essentially pleading to potentially lesser charge and working out no, no jail time and things like that.
1: That's where it's all at. And so then that leaves people that have questions about the, uh, money laundering that the document, I mean, that the laptop seems to document, uh, the documents that are on that laptop that implicate the president, the, uh, things that we now know from FBI whistleblowers who have come forward and said things about, uh, transactions and bribes and such that implicate the president and the president's son um it leaves all of them unsatisfied because there's nothing there's now now merrick garland's closed up shop that's it going home we're all done um so i don't i don't know how that's going to sit uh particularly as we go into an election cycle and and if you've watched the president through all of this he's just kind of laughed at reporters that have asked him questions about it he's just kind of like where'd the money go like he literally said that to one last week
2: the laptop fiasco may not be something which is totally a closed book here but um at least into what these were these investigations into hunter biden uh by the doj and i gotta say this um the the charges and the case was brought uh by david weiss right so delaware u.s attorney david weiss who is a trump uh era holdover so to say Mm -hmm. uh stayed on the case in order to you know give it the air of nonpartisan uh you know investigation and consideration um and you know it's although i know a lot of people are saying this is something which is a slap on the wrist and it's strikes as unfair uh you have to see that it was brought by a u.s attorney um who's from the trump era so to say so is this the last of what we're gonna see with hunter Biden? Um, at least in terms of the investigation we see here, uh, if something else is uncovered, it may not be the end for his legal woes. Right. So uh, this was a deal. Some people say it strikes a favoritism. We don't know uh, yet. We weren't behind those closed doors. Um, what else could have been brought in terms of charges? We're That's still unclear. We may find out. Um, but uh, either way um it appears at least for now this may have some sort of closure yeah. uh, on the the legal troubles for Hunter Biden
1: well there's no doubt that would be advantageous for the president going into the election cycle formally as things are starting to rev up and uh, can kind of feel like it's scratched off the list uh, it will be interesting to see how the president's opponents use this cuz i just there's a thing inside of me that says if 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 the person's name that was the defendant in this case was named Donald Trump Jr., (laughs) the press would be handling this entirely different than the way they seem to have yawned at it over the last 48 hours. But anyway, that's the latest on that. Okay, yesterday, um, uh, the special counsel uh, on um, a number of issues from the Justice Department, but specifically the Russia collusion hoax was before Congress. Uh, and he detailed some stuff about the FBI and their lack of warnings to Congress uh, in the 2016 election. We'll get into some of that a little bit later. What's the latest on Trump's case? We'll v- visit that. Um, is there liability for this Ocean Gate submersive hmm. uh, owner corporation, uh, even if they got waivers signed by the people that are down there and maybe running out of time? Uh, we'll We'll get into this and all this and more. Plus, Esquire etiquette
3: with Imran before we're done. Stay here.
0: We're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. Hi,
1: Kevin McCullough. I've been talking about the court reporting program at Plaza College for some time. But Plaza College has been around since 1916, and not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, but they have four other schools of study, including their new School of Nursing. The accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program can be completed in just 16 months. And I'd like to offer congratulations to the first graduating cohort of nursing students. The first cohort began with 20 students and 18 successfully completed. What an accomplishment. Plaza also has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients under the supervision of a dentist. It's incredible. For additional information regarding the programs, I mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business or Paralegal Studies or School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu.
3: That's P L A Z A college.edu. What are you doing this fall? Would you like to go to Italy with yours truly, Jersey Joe? Where are we going? Well, let me tell you Rome, Catania, Taormina, Savoca. Forza d'Agro, Mount Etna, Palermo. That's Rome and Sicily, baby, for nine full days. What a trip. We're gonna have a ball, enjoy wonderful food, and taste classic Italian wine at Mount Etna, and see some actual sights used in iconic godfather scenes. It's a trip you'll remember for years to come. If all goes well, you may even be treated to the best entertainment team since Martin and Lewis, Piscopo, and Perillo. Have your cameras ready. Call Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515 to secure your reservation now on this very limited tour before it sells out. Go online, please, to perillotours.com.
4: AM 970, The Answer. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
0: And now from New York, back to Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough.
1: All right, legal night. Kevin McCullough, Imran Ansari, glad to have you with us. And don't forget Imran's big show every Saturday at 12 noon on our sister station, AM 570. In fact, you can listen to me every day at AM 570 at 3 o'clock uh, there in the middle of your afternoon. Uh, but check out Imran for sure on Saturday afternoons at 12 o'clock the legal lowdown uh, where he will bring even more analysis. Now, Imran, yesterday, on Wednesday, Special Counsel John Durham testified that the CIA in 2016 received intelligence that suggested Hillary Clinton had approved a plan to tie then-candidate Donald Trump to Russia, but he said it was intelligence that the FBI ignored. He testified to all of this for the first time in front of the House Judiciary Committee uh, on Wednesday. Just three weeks after releasing the report that found the Justice Department and the FBI, quote, never should have launched the Trump Russia investigation. When asked about his findings, this was what Durham said, that the FBI failed to quote, sufficiently scrutinize information it received and did not apply the same standards to allegations it received about the Clinton and Trump campaigns. He went on to say direct quote. The FBI was too willing to accept and use politically funded and uncorroborated opposition research such as the Steele dossier. The FBI relied on the dossier and FISA applications knowing there was likely material originating from a political campaign or a political opponent." All right, Mr. Former Prosecutor and uh, former criminal defense guy who now heads up the civil litigation. what? special counsel Durham told Congress on Wednesday is basically what a lot of us that had been following the details on some of this kind of thought all along that Hillary kind of cooked up this whole Russia collusion 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 hoax and put it off on the FBI and the FBI ran with it and Durham's saying to the house judiciary committee they should have known better and they shouldn't have done anything with it your reaction.
2: Yeah, know, I think this is a uh, pretty landmark uh, piece of, of testimony we're hearing uh, in the House Judiciary Committee um, from Durham. I mean, he's really painting this picture uh, of, you know, steps and decisions being taken in the FBI uh, that sort of reeks of, of partisan favor and uh, one sidedness. And there we want the FBI to be uh, an agency which is free from political influence. I mean, I know that's very hard uh, in the reality of things to say, uh, but the FBI is there. It's to still the goal is
1: what you're saying. Yeah. It's what we should aim for.
2: Exactly. Is to, is there to investigate crime and make arrests, right? And then hand over uh, the criminal, the defendant to the U.S. Attorney's Office, DOJ to prosecute. They're not there to sort of focus in on a partisan uh Race, uh, especially in a pres- active presidential election, and focus on one candidate uh, in order to serve a purpose for uh, a political function uh, and a partisan goal to be uh, sought. That's not the goal of the FBI, and it never uh, was. I mean, there's the FBI has a, a pretty long history. Uh, it's had some ups and downs. It's had its scandals, uh, of course. J. Edgar Hoover, etc. But you know, this is uh, th- what we have now in this day and age is is something uh, which did not happen, and that's the weaponization of not only political uh, prosecution uh, and uh, you know prosecu- uh, prosecutorial agencies, but certainly not the FBI. And I think you have the testimony coming from Durham before uh, the House, which is really telling about some of the decisions that should have been made and should not have been made. Uh, Especially the really hunt after former President Trump and maybe turning the other cheek as to what could be directives from the, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton um, in order to sort of, quote, unquote, get Trump.
1: Well, and so and your mentor, Alan Dershowitz, has written kind of the definitive volume on what what they did to, quote, get Trump. That's the name of his book. Right. Uh, And he details a lot of this in uh, some pretty clear legal specificity here's something that that also bothers me about it and being a lawyer that's in the courtroom every day Imran, i want to know your feelings on it it's one thing for hillary's campaign to cook up a scheme and say okay we're gonna we're gonna put this off as uh you know paint this scandalous story that trump had some sort of like illicit liaison with russia and that uh he was convincing them to work in the campaign and we're gonna we're gonna have this dossier and we're, we hire christopher Steele to write that it's one thing for the campaign to do all that it's another thing for fbi agents to go to the fisa court which is already controversial because americans are we're, we're we don't we don't just sit around and go yeah okay surveil me like we're just okay with that like no that's kind of anti-american we don't want to be you know surveilled like it's it's already kind of anti-American instinct inside our blood cells to say, no, we don't need to do that. Uh, You you don't need to do that. But you have um, have FBI agents, and I don't think these were average door kickers. These were all political uh, appointees and people that were on the seventh floor. These were all seventh floor types. But they go to the FISA court and not once, but on multiple occasions, present information in a... Twisted or not exactly truthful way, and they convinced that court to extend these surveillance, um, you know, requests again and again on people. Yeah, not because they had committed crimes, but because they were trying to find something. And it hurts me as an American to say, "Wow, we need the FBI to be trustworthy, but they go to the court and lie to the judge about it." Like I think there should be some penalties for some of this stuff.
2: No, absolutely. I and mean, listen, there's a uh, talk of reform. And I think the goal uh, of Durham's testimony here is to highlight the need for more reform. Um, but yeah, what is the process of calling people out here in terms of having some ramification for these acts if in fact they are solidified? And you know, Special Counsel Durham's report uh, really has a lot of uh, allegations in there. Uh, and findings, not just allegations, but findings, uh, where the FBI really dropped the ball here and just sort of really failed to do its job uh, in terms of applying the standards uh, in terms of this investigation equally um, and not having it into being a partisan uh, witch hunt, if you will. So how do you have that accountability? If it's not gonna happen uh, in sort of retrospect, it's making sure that the FBI is functioning in a certain way going forward. And I think that's what the uh, House Judiciary Committee is really searching for here. Uh, there are reforms that have gone into place uh, thus far after all this, but I think it's gonna have to be some reassurance if the public is going to be confident uh, in the FBI that that is, is really something that that's not gonna happen again.
1: It's, it's hard for the American voter to look at Washington right now and say that they trust Washington DC because you have in well just take for instance in the health arena, you got the CDC and all the people that screwed up stuff during COVID and and you know they were bossing us around mandating vaccines and stuff. And yet, you know, the longer we find out that there was goofy kind of corruption in terms of how those decisions were arrived at, et cetera, et cetera. That's just one section of the federal government. Now we're we're talking about the Justice Department. We're talking about the the most needed to be trustworthy law enforcement agency on the planet. We need them to be. And I've known a lot of FBI agents over my life, and they were always. I mean, it's it's a tough job to get an FBI uh, agent's position because the demand on your integrity is so high. Like you, you can't have extramarital affairs. You can't you can't be blackmailable. You can't have you know flaws against your. Uh, uh, character etc so there's there's like this really high standard that we've always held them to well now the american people are viewing not just the doj but the fbi specifically as being like i don't know do we trust them anymore either and i think this whole malaise of dc's a waste of time it's corrupt they're no good i don't think that helps us long term all right we can take another break come right back it's legal night don't go away
5: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters reporting. North Carolina Republican legislators have rolled out adjustments to the state's new abortion restrictions set to take effect in days. The Senate voted on Thursday for what GOP lawmakers called clarifying and technical changes to the new law that as of July 1st will prohibit nearly all abortions after 12 weeks of pregnancy. California officials are notifying state retirees and other beneficiaries whose personal information has been stolen. The data breach has affected more than 769,000 members of the California Public Employees Retirement System. The breach was at a company the state contracts with to identify members who have died. On Wall Street, the Dow down by 4 points, the Nasdaq rose 128, the S&P 500 advanced 16. More details at srnnews.com. Sponsored by Route 22 Toyota Service Department. If you're tired of dealing with dummies, go experience the smart way to service your Toyota.
6: Everybody, it's Hezekiah Walker here. Don't miss your Sunday morning celebration with yours truly, Hezekiah Walker, 7 a.m. on AM 970, The Answer. We are playing the best in gospel worship to lift your praises to God. So join me this Sunday morning and get your worship on with Sunday morning celebration with yours truly, Hezekiah Walker. To find more celebration, just follow me on Facebook, the official Hezekiah Walker page, Bishop Hez on IG, and the Hezekiah Walker YouTube. YouTube channel.
4: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com.
7: LiveCare Corp is currently hiring for an Android software developer in New York, New York. Create and refactor codes of medical technology providers' Android ROM systems. Master's degree in information technology, computer science, or related field, and one year experience as a software developer for Android operating systems or related experience required. Experience with Java and Kotlin programming languages for Android development and system architecture, utilizing Jetpack Compose and XML to design user-responsive user interfaces, using Android profiling tools to measure metrics such as battery consumption, CPU processing time, and CPU usage, as well as creating and modifying system images for Android operating systems. Salary is $109,283 annually. Mail resume to LiveCare Corp. 252 West 37th Street, 17th Floor, New York, New York, 10018.
3: Mike Glendell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at mypillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one get one free on the new mypillow 2.0. 800 800- Six five one oh seven
0: nine eight. Breaking news and local news. Find it on our website am970theanswer.com And now, back to Radio Night Live from New York. Here's Kevin McCullough.
1: Alright, welcome back. Radio Night Live Legal Night. He's Imran. I'm Kevin and uh, lots of interesting things to discuss but I know that one of the things that everybody is like wanting to know, like what's what's the latest on the Trump uh, situation? So, uh, let's let's just do a, a checklist here, uh, Imran. And we've got the we've got the Brag indictment that's open, and we've got now the um, the Mar a Lago indictment that's that's open, and there may be two more indictments coming, right? So one might be in Georgia, and one might be out of the D.C. area for January sixth. Those have not been filed. We don't know if there's going to be charges, et cetera, but there's possibilities because I think grand juries were assembled on in, in both of those jurisdictions. But where are we at with the most recent update on what's going on with the former president?
2: Sure. So, uh, I mean, to start with the case in Florida, uh, there's some interesting tidbits here. First, uh, Judge Eileen Cannon uh, set a very aggressive uh, date uh, scheduling uh, on that case with a august 14th not 2024 but 2023 start date for the president's uh trial which is incredibly fast uh to have an indictment now
1: okay the pause there because you're the lawyer i'm just the, the slug um it seems to me that that doesn't seem all that fast it's a couple of months out um but there's it would usually be longer than that for a case like this to get to trial why what's what's so aggressive about a date that doesn't even happen for a couple months
2: yeah now so in in the uh grand scheme of of litigation whether it be criminal or civil uh that's at a very aggressive trial schedule you have to go through discovery there's motions there's a lot of uh steps before a trial date that needs to occur uh before you actually go to trial so typically uh, a, a judge will set a trial date that is maybe even a year down the line, and often that date gets moved. It gets uh, extended due to the fact that there's issues arising during litigation, motions to be decided, uh, and discovery to be had, both in a criminal case and a civil case. So an August 14th trial date with a uh, indictment that was announced just merely you know weeks ago would be uh, incredibly fast. I imagine that that's going to uh, be a moving target also, because uh, we expect that Donald Trump's legal team are gonna file uh, motions to dismiss, certainly other motions challenging that indictment, and that's gonna require time for briefing, for you know Trump's team to file those motions, for the government to respond, and of course for the judge to decide those motions.
1: Well, so uh, if that, is as aggressive and that's what i'm reading everywhere not just from you but uh, everyone's saying thats really aggressive uh what is the implication then for the prosecution and the defense if you if you were and you've worked both sides of these cases um if you're a, a member if you're the prosecutor here imran what does that do to your situation what are you now doing differently than if you did have a year to prepare for it
2: sure i mean you have the burden as the prosecutor uh to to prove the case beyond a reasonable doubt so you have that burden going into court into trial uh to make sure that you're presenting evidence and testimony that is going to bring your case over the line with a jury uh and get you that conviction um that is is something that it requires a lot of work right you got to get your your evidence in in order you have to get your witnesses uh in order uh and and it's not something that's going to happen in a matter of weeks unless Uh, going into this very historic and unprecedented indictment, the prosecution have already lined all that stuff up, ready to go. But that's not the dynamic uh, nature of uh, litigation, whether you be criminal or civil, Um, you know, things come up. Challenges legally are presented uh, by, you know, your opposing counsel. So for the prosecution, it's presenting a challenge in terms of getting all your evidence together getting your witnesses together in order to go in court uh, and obtain a conviction at trial in in a matter of weeks. Not only that, over the summer, right? So uh, things tend to slow down in the summer. People tend to travel. uh, And, you know, you're not necessarily getting the expedited work done that you would during other times of the year. So, and it presents, of course, challenges on the defense side. Well, I
1: was about to say, now flip the coin and talk to me. If you're leading the defense, how are you using this time?
2: Right. So you're now... Uh, on the defense side, you have to attack the prosecution's case. You have to anticipate the evidence that's gonna be presented against your client. You have to prepare uh, in order to refute that evidence uh, affirmatively or at least just poke holes uh, into the prosecution's case. Um, And you're gonna wanna attack that evidence. You're gonna wanna look to keep certain pieces of evidence out uh, based on procedural uh, arguments uh evidentiary arguments so there's motions in limine there's uh there's a lot of stuff uh you know at play there on a defense side that's going to go into uh, defending a case like this strategically sometimes you want to say all right bring your case to the court we're ready to go right if you're that confident that the prosecution doesn't have the evidence to to convict but um you know typically you're going to want some time to prepare your defense to analyze the evidence to get your motions all together. Uh, and that's not necessarily gonna happen before an so August 14th. 10 date.
1: seconds for this last question. Do you see one or both sides coming back to the judge and saying we need an extension?
2: I think so, because if we, if we look at the, especially if we have motions to dismiss by the defense, uh, motions to dismiss or any motions in federal court, you file it, there's a certain amount of uh, time period allocated. Uh, for a response to get in there, often that is uh, met with a request by your opposing counsel for an extension to file a response to that motion and a motion to dismiss. If that's filed by the defense, that's not going to be briefed and decided by August 14th.
1: Stay here. Over the past 20 years, a quiet revolution has transformed medicine. Many conditions that once required major surgery can now be treated with procedures that are far less invasive and often far more effective. Are you aware of these alternatives? Join Dr. Dan Simon for All Things Health where he discusses cutting edge medical advances that are providing alternatives to traditional surgery. Dr. Simon is an experienced interventional radiologist who has helped thousands of patients experience dramatic improvements, all without traditional surgery. Dr. Simon will explain latest medical medical breakthroughs so you can be fully aware of your options listen to all things health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and Saturdays on AM 570 and 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA have questions call Dr Simon at 18445343621 or visit allthingshealth.ai or listen to all things health on AM 970 The Answer on Sundays and AM 570 102.3 FM The Mission WMCA on Saturdays to learn more visit allthingshealth.ai
7: Execution scheduled for 11 p.m.
0: Nefarious, the number one movie on Salem Now. He's trying to convince us he's gone insane, and it's evil. Incarnate. I'm a demon. Demons aren't really a thing. Nefarious, the Christian movie based on the book by Steve Dace with Sean Patrick Flannery and Jordan Belfie, rated 96% on Rotten Tomatoes. Tell me! I'm trying to. You have to tell me the truth. Here's what Kirk, Tatum, and Prager say about Nefarious. A modern day of
6: screw tape letters. Teenagers especially should see it. It makes you think about the true nature of evil and scares the heaven right into you. It is a fascinating movie. It's absolutely gripping.
0: Nefarious. Is he insane? Is he pretending? Or something much worse? You should have accepted my offer, James. Nefarious. Rated R. I think it's time we tell you exactly what it is that we'd like you to do. Watch it now at SalemNow.com.
4: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
3: Hey, folks, Eric Metaxas here. It's critical we keep AM radio in all cars and trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and AMBER alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo for Perillo Tours. Did I tell you I'm going to Rome and Sicily this year with my friend Steve Perillo? Hey, you want to go? It's simple. You just call 800 431 1550 and say, I want to go to Apollonia's hometown with Joey. Make it happen, baby. How does that sound? Rome, three nights, including a special intimate performance by yours truly. Then we fly directly to Sicily, visiting Catania, Taormina, Palermo, some medieval towns like Savoca and Forza d'Agro in Messina. Why? Because we're going to visit some iconic sites from famous godfather scenes. How cool is that? Can't leave Sicily until you have a wine tasting in the shadow of Mount Etna. We will do that, too. Then on to Palermo for three more nights. Call Perillo Tours at 800-431-1515, 800-431-1515, or visit, please, perillotours.com. AM 97,
0: The Answer. America First with Sebastian Gorka. Weekday afternoons at 3 and evenings at 10 on AM 970. The Answer. Back to Kevin McCullough and Radio Night Live from New York.
5: Why don't we get away to the ocean? There's no sweeter potion for Lottie.
1: All right, Kevin McCullough, Imran Ansari, legal night on Radio Night Live. One of my favorite nights of the week uh, because I just sit and listen to this guy teach me stuff all hour long. Imran, you're so brilliant. So, typical life of a talk show host, and especially someone who has a TV show on the weekends, um, I, I get pitches coming in my inbox left and right. And I kid you not, today, there was a pitch from someone uh, promoting a lawyer that had some sort of angle on the ocean gate submersible uh, story that we've all been watching with great horror over the last uh, several days as oxygen has dwindled uh, out of that submersible and um, the the whole pitch of the letter is kind of callous actually it's kind of like icky but uh, they were like you know we're sure that the the five people the, the two billionaires and one of them son and the other two people that are in this all signed uh waivers not to hold ocean gate responsible should the uh, worse happen in in the aftermath of going you know twelve thousand five hundred feet under the sea um but the the angle that they were pitching it to me imran was so let our lawyer come on and explain to you why waivers really don't mean anything and they should still sue them so you're your day job is litigation. Um, yeah. How much of what they were telling me is ambulance chasing and how much of it is like genuine, legitimate um, legal information that we should be aware of?
2: Yeah, so Ke- Kevin, there there is some legitimacy to uh, the idea that a waiver uh, can be unfor- unenforceable under certain circumstances. Uh, that would be, you know, if there is a uh, intentional act uh, which is not covered by a waiver of negligence. Um, Also, there is a notion under the law that a waiver, uh, you know, and particularly a self-serving waiver uh, by one side may uh, cross the line in terms of being so one-sided that it's a violation of public policy. Uh, And that is also something which It could come into play. And also if there is a a sort of criminal act or or grossly negligent or reckless act that could also void a waiver uh, on what part part made sense
1: to me. Like if if they were taking certifiable, noticeable risks that that kind of ignored public safety. Yeah trying to protect themselves with a piece of paper doesn't seem to make much sense to me,
2: but however,
1: we don't know anything about this case and it might be that it was a mechanical malfunction or something else that had nothing to do with at least immediate incompetence on someone's part. Maybe there was a mechanic that didn't do something right. And maybe that mechanics held responsible, but it seems to me, it's just a tricky situation because Obviously, I don't think anybody's wanting to drown people in their submersible business. It kind of would kill, you know, the word of mouth vibe.
2: Yeah, yeah, Uh, you would think so, Kevin. Um, Not that uh, there's, I would imagine, a lot of people who are willing to take the risk of traveling in a small vessel like this down to the bottom of the ocean um, to see the Titanic. And that's where uh, the idea that there may be liability and this waiver may not be enforceable uh is weakened and i say that because uh it's a risk and there's another uh aspect of the law called assumption of risk so if you are engaging in a um activity which is inherently dangerous right and some would say that traveling to the bottom of the ocean uh to the deep sea Uh, To go, you know, see the Titanic in a vessel where you're all crammed in uh, is an action or an activity which is inherently dangerous. (laughs) I would say that. (laughs) Yes. So you are taking the risk. It's an assumption of risk. uh, And in that, uh, you know, aspect, you're assuming the risk that you may not come to the surface. And this is such a dangerous activity in a vessel which is, uh, you know, very unique in itself – um, that uh, the waiver is just enforcing, which under the law, and assumption of risk you may have already sort of quote unquote waived just by the the aspect of you saying, you know what, I'm gonna get in that little, uh, um, you know, ca- uh, view uh, uh, summary which yeah. is smaller than uh, uh, you know a mini, uh, and I'm gonna get in there, I'm gonna go to the bottom of the ocean. That's so inherently dangerous that you are assuming the risk that you may not come back.
1: Well. And I I was thinking this through, well, there was a front page piece in the post on Wednesday, yesterday, that uh, caught my eye because evidently this same submersible has been used a few times, the Titan has been used a few times to take people down. But this guy that did it uh, not long ago, I think it was in 2021, German explorer, whatever, uh, he was interviewed about this particular circumstance. He goes, uh, how do you say in English, suicide mission? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, people that have been in it are saying it's, it's crazy and dangerous and yeah, he did it and he survived, but that it was a, uh, you know, his, his words were it's a suicide mission. Um, and you know, maybe we don't always get to go everywhere and see everything that has, you know, parked itself at the bottom of the sea it's side note completely. My kids are more interested in what's in the deep parts of the ocean than they are in terms of what's in outer space, which I kind of find kind of fascinating because yeah. there's actually parts of our globe that nobody's ever seen before because of how remote they are, deep down in there, right. um, as opposed to you know seeing the stars and wondering you know how far that galaxy goes. If you're giving a bit of caution to someone on something like this, it's obviously a, a measure risk. You know your comfort level with the risk versus your willingness to not hold the person accountable. How then do you si- how then do you decide when to uh, sue that company anyway? Even if you did sign a waiver,
2: it would be, let's just say, uh, a situation where um, there was awareness that there was a defect or something wrong with the vessel, um, and rather than telling this group of of you know adventurers. Um, that okay we're gonna reschedule or we're not gonna go or we you know there's a problem with the vessel that we need to repair uh they ignored that and said you know you know pay us what you're gonna pay us in order to have this experience and we're still gonna go right um and so unbeknownst to the people on the vessel there was a problem but it was known to the operator of this submarine um that would be something which would that's an open
1: shut case yeah
2: right yeah you know
1: Well, we're going to take another break. And uh, when we come back, it is Esquire etiquette time. Uh, What a great show. We've covered a lot of territory tonight, everything from Hunter Biden to the Ocean Gate submersibles. So what will be on the Esquire etiquette uh, menu? Well, we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, Mr. Imran Ansari will give us that when we come back. And don't forget Legal Lowdown. Don't want to miss that on our sister station, AM 570, The Mission, Saturdays at 12 o'clock. Stay here. Hi, Kevin McCullough, wish there was an easier way to navigate the world of real estate. If only there was a way to learn from the best. Well now there is. Saturdays at 10, our very own Dottie Herman, Vice Chair of Douglas Elliman, gives you the inside track to what is hot in real estate. Stay one step ahead in today's seller's market as Dottie gives her tips on how to make it through the tricky waters. Doesn't matter if you're new to the game or a seasoned vet, you need to listen to Eye on Real Estate. Dottie and her team of experts will guide you as sellers and buyers to make sure you're getting the best value for your property. Whether you want to become a real estate agent or work within the business, there is no better person to learn from than the great Dottie Herman. Why? Because she is the best period. (laughs) So tune in. I on real estate Saturdays at 10 on AM 970. The answer that's I on real estate Saturday mornings at 10 o'clock,
3: on AM 970 the answer Mike Glendell and my pillow are launching the new my pillow 2.0 with a special buy one get one free offer the my pillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night the new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature my pillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep the new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day bunny-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2 800 Five one oh seven nine eight.
6: I had a real life health dilemma that Balance of Nature helped solve. I like most fruits because they're sweet. I hate most vegetables because, well, I think they taste nasty. So when I began my journey to lose weight to get healthier, guess what? I was told less fruit because of the sugar and more veggies. It's exact opposite of what my taste buds were screaming for. Thank goodness I had Balance of Nature on hand. All the wonderful nutrients found in 31 whole fruits and veggies in an easy capsule. My problem was immediately solved just by ordering Balance of Nature. I don't think I would have ever successfully lost the weight and stayed healthy if I hadn't been taking Balance of Nature, too. That's why I'm such a huge fan. You will be, too. Get 35% off your first order as a preferred customer when you use the discount code MikeG when you go to balanceofnature.com. You can order by phone. Just pick up the phone and call 800-246-8751, 800-246-8751, or go to balanceofnature.com. Shipping is always free. Use the discount code MikeG for For balance of nature.
4: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com.
0: Brandon Tatum is next on AM 970 The Answer. Once more, from New York, Radio Night Live, here's Kevin McCullough.
1: Final few minutes of legal night and my favorite part of the show when Imran tells us how to be not to be dum-dums in the whole legal world. Uh, so, Mr. Smarty, how do we how do we not be dum-dums this week?
2: Sure. So, uh, you know, let's talk about uh, a topic we discussed earlier, and that was, was this whole submarine fiasco which is terrifying to say the least but again that notion of assumption of risk if you're gonna go and engage in certain activities such as skydiving and venture sports and things like that which uh, lend themselves to the possibility that you may injure yourself or you may even die you either assume that risk or you assume the risk while also signing a waiver Uh, Well, it's the nature of the act, right? If it's something which is so inherently dangerous, you may not have any legal recourse uh, if something happens, or your family may not have any legal recourse if, God forbid, uh, you die uh, engaging in some uh, activities. And these are typical uh, adventure sports and uh, engaging in something which is inherently dangerous. Hey, you know what,
1: let me interrupt here, because when your kids are old enough, you're signing waivers like this just to go to birthday parties.
2: Yeah, so that would be a, a situation, Kevin, <clears throat> where there may give rise to an unwaivable waiver, so to say, so you you know, it's, it's against public policy, uh, it's seeking to um, liability for gross negligence or recklessness or intentional acts and things like that. And that may be something which may not hold up in court Uh, For something as benign as, you know, going to a birthday party or something, but when you're dealing with some activity, which is inherently dangerous, uh, that is when a situation where you may not have any legal recourse, uh, if you get hurt in that activity.
1: Well, I think it's interesting. And, you know, the realms of entertainment continue to expand. I was, I was looking over some of the uh, things that are coming to the area for fun over the next few weekends and uh, the, it was really weird. Like this one, like anger management group is having its 58th reunion or something at an axe throwing location. And I'm like, you know, there's going to be <laughs> whatever's being signed <laughs> in that place because you don't want a bunch of people dealing with anger, throwing axes. It's just it was probably a bad combination. Uh, anyway, you hope their uh, therapy worked well, but uh, good stuff tonight. Imron, as always who's on your big show this weekend.
2: Yeah, so this weekend we're going to have Judge uh, George Grasso. He's running for Queens DA, uh, and he's got a lot of great, uh, you know, policies. He's got a lot of things that he's supporting uh, and really upholding sort of law and order uh, in the county of Queens. So he's running uh, for Queens DA, uh, and we have a great show where he's going to outline what he envisions for Queens, and we're going to talk about some of the experiences that we've both had, uh, practicing in law.
1: All right. That sounds like, especially for those of you that live in Queens and you want to know what the people are saying that wish to represent you, you need to tune in Saturday, 12 noon on our sister station, AM 570, where you can catch me every day at 3 PM Imran. Great night tonight. Thanks. As always. Thanks for having me. Kevin McCullough. We'll see you tomorrow.